This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? What are your hobbies? You know, candles, <laughs> long walks on the beach. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Taryn Kilgariff. We're in beautiful Burbank. Oh, it's so, it's just picturesque. I thought today, and it was my idea, to have no guest <laughs> and just catch up with my friend Karen. That's right. And I said, I don't want to do it that way. And then we fought and fought. We did. And she, Chris won. I'm good at dodging punches. <laughs> I kicked him in the jaw I'm, and it didn't affect him at all. It's funny because it's been a while since you and I had a physical fist fight. <laughs> I forgot how much kicking you try and do. I do. A, my kicking is a very much Broadway dance based mm -hmm. so a lot of times I'll do kicking from the musical Oklahoma which is outside to side yeah it's not helpful it was it's also quite a giveaway when well right before we fight you put on leggings <laughs> or, uh, and stretch for 45 minutes leg warmers leg warmers came back right not that I know of but I, I'm not the person to ask Look, they shouldn't that's a brand new building that's like brand new wow you know what isn't a brand new building? The one I moved into. Oh! I, I went and bought, <laughs> I bought uh, new lamps uh, and thought I could do it myself. And I took down the old lamps on the ceiling and on the walls, and which are from, I think my building's from around the 30s. 1830s? The 1830s. Right. It, yeah. Well, that's when it was wired because I brought down, there's two scary wires I turned off the power. I'm no fool. Mm -hmm. Well, I YouTubed a video. But the wires, I pulled them down and everything covering it, which I guess at one point was fabric, crumbled away, <laughs> uh, revealing copper just exposed yeah. wire. Yeah. Yeah. So then I turned the power uh, back on and just, I've left it alone. That's all as far as I got. The lamp is on the floor <laughs> and I have not. I have to hire an electrician. Uh, now you're going to get over to fixing the toaster with that fork. That's yes, your yes. next plan. <laughs> don't do any of these electrical things yourself. No matter how... I know you think you're handy. That's a big part of your whole personality. It's one of your hobbies. I'm a man and I want to do man things. Man stuff like Tim Allen. But please, don't <laughs> risk your life this way. I knew, I knew when to stop myself. Because there's one thing I'm scared of and that is voltage going through my body. 
as as you should be. I think that's very natural. I even bought, you know, those little uh, 70s plastic plugs you put in outlets? I went ahead and got myself some of those. You mean to plug up the, plug it up? Plug up the holes. Sure. Yeah. <gasps> is that a puppy? It is a tiny puppy. Look at that tiny. Oh, that's oh. almost too tiny. It's That's like a Burmese like a, mountain puppy. It was a miniature puppy. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, friend Ryan has a miniature golden retriever. Have I told you that? What? No. It's a golden retriever, puppy sized, that will never get large. Oh, that's from science. I don't know if I agree with that. No, they just, it's a test tube kit. You buy it. <laughs> You and, pour chemicals on the regular dog. Well, no, you got to get the the real stuff from the real dog in that process. <laughs> no. So that, I'm just kidding. Husbandry, <laughs> animal husbandry <laughs> at its finest. You put a little bonnet on them. You, you don't let them have any opinions. <laughs> the first thing I thought of when you said a miniature golden retriever is a corgi. I know. Like, don't they already have those? I don't know how they acquired it. And maybe it was a rescue. Maybe you have to wait longer. I don't know. But maybe I, they I, broke I, it out of the science jail that it was in. Right, right. The, the la, laboratory. <laughs> the la, laboratory. Laboratory. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you know when a pun's there and you just, it just doesn't work out? Yeah. Maybe your, it's for the best. Your ears refuse to hear what it should be. <laughs> <laughs> right. I knew what it was, but well, my body. The laboratory. Yeah, thank Ugh. you. The laboratory. That's, you know what, that, that pun is from the Scholastic Book Order. That's like a, a puzzle in the Scholastic Book Order. Yeah, that's like a pun that'd be the the winning final pun at the O. Henry pun off in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Would it win though? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I really get it. I'm giving your pun a hard no, time. No, it's fine. It's, it's not fine. How I, feel. I a lot of you know I came to this city with a lot of puns in my in my hip sack in and, your bindle, and I was told right away that wordplay should not yeah keep them to myself, but. There are groups out there that really appreciate puns. And there is that's a real thing, the O. Henry pun off. It's like Is a, that true? Yeah, it's a it was a thing in Austin and I was like, I can do that. Because you have to come up with them on the spot, so it's like an improv thing. Did you do it? I didn't do it. Oh. I was too scared and uh, I but, bet you could do it though. I but now unfortunately the desire's gone away. Uh, you guys want to go to Starbucks, right? Of Hell course. Yeah. You don't even have to ask. <laughs> I don't know, Hi, can I get a double tall one pump mocha? Double tall, what was that? One pump mocha? Double tall one pump mocha. Okay, what else for you? Steven? Classic. Uh, just venti. Start. Venti vanilla latte, please. Could I also get a venti vanilla latte hot? I'll have a. Iced coffee, medium iced coffee. And a grande iced coffee, please. Black? Uh, yes. yes. Cool. Anything else? That's going to be it. Okay. 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 All right. Let's not fight. Stephen, do you mind handing me my wallet with, with yeah. all of our beautiful gift cards inside? Ooh. Starbucks order today brought to us by... Now, I may or may not have been using these without you guys. Oh. I can't be trusted. That's so, quite all right. Uh, I'll definitely pull one of these out if it if it comes up. So And th that was a gift for our podcast? Yes. Um, I want to say, I wrote it on the original, and I did already say it once, but I think her name was Amanda. It's something that starts with an A. I, I'm pretty sure it was Amanda, but also consult a few episodes ago, listeners. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we got this as a gift in Pittsburgh? 
perhaps Pittsburgh. I, I looked at my notes and I can I confirm it was Amanda from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, Sweet. perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Who's that? Cool. Great. Ten left. Sweet. Nice. Wow. Thank you. Is yours? Thanks. Nice. Thanks, Amanda. We got everything. Yeah. Kids. Kids. Do you have to go to the bathroom before oh, we, we leave? Oh, we left the kids. <laughs> we left the kids in the drive-through. Kids. But I bought a snowboard pass that works at mountains throughout the United States. That's all I was going to say. It's just a, I can go at, at different mountains in Colorado. I can go to Whistler in Canada. I can go to Big Bear here. I can go to Mammoth here. And it was the half the price of a pass somewhere. You just buy it early. Oh, that's great. So next year, I'm just going to be Mr. Snowboard Man if I don't injure my goddamn hip again. Yeah, please be careful. But I was going to say, why didn't you go? And maybe it's just the weather wasn't... Uh wasn't there for you but why wouldn't you go to big bear this time it is over big bear is now 70 degrees and the snow is ruined oh yeah it's been warm okay yeah and it they it, they didn't get the kind of snow that mammoth and tahoe got those are just the big mountains they get the big snow and it's a big ass drive to get there got it but I took a gamble. You don't ever know. I'm not a weatherman or a meteorologist. No, and also the drive to Mammoth is absolutely gorgeous. It is. I love that drive. I love those weird mountains that come up when you're going toward it. They're on the left-hand side. Yeah, Mount McKinley, for God's sake. I, it's all like, it looks so, it looks like something from Jane Eyre. It looks, mm -hmm. it's so dramatic and beautiful. It looks like a, a Ansel Adams photo, except it's in color. It does, and there's off, like along the way you see these little farms that are nestled into the base of mountains that then go straight up behind them. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I am going to move there. There's also just shacks where people are squatting and clearly doing meth or something. Oh. I'm like, look at that abandoned building. And I looked closely as we drove by this windowless, doorless fuselage of a building. And it was, there was a light on and there was a guy in there. <laughs> I'd like to think, uh, hugging himself, trembling. Now, can I suggest, mm -hmm. could it have been like, say, a milking house in the, on a dairy property? It was too dilapidated and scary. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he was milking in the dark. But uh, but on crack, so too fast. Hey, you can get a lot of udders squeezed <laughs> when you're on the old white pony. But they sure don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. It's too hard today. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Uh, well, that's, yeah. It, it was You've got to make sure your car doesn't break down on that road, I guess. Is no, no. Point. That's the other thing. I don't own a brand new car. I own a four-wheel drive. There's so many things that, what an expensive, flawed interest I've gotten myself <laughs> into. As a kid, I just didn't have new stuff. I had a front-wheel drive car with one snow tire that would break down. But now, as an adult, I can't have anything go wrong. Yeah. And uh, it's like, wow, this is expensive. Yes. It's like, how do you get into a wakeboarding was something that I sort of was into just because it's near that sport a little bit. But you have to own a boat? What? <laughs> Who owns boats? Only assholes own boats. I'm not an asshole. No, you're not. You guys would tell me if I was, right? I mean, yeah, but maybe off mic. Right. Um, right. You're, no, you're not. And I think those interests... 
uh, oftentimes are very like family dependent. It's like, yeah. I like wakeboarding because our family goes to blah, blah, blah. And we have a boat and we go to this lake and we have a cabin and there's almost a, you're born into that yeah. uh, culture. Maybe right. it's hard to be uh, independent person in the world and then be like guess what i'm gonna get into downhill skiing right right i it also has to do with where you grow up i mean i at my school there a bus came and took you up to the mountain really? a mountain that no longer gets snow because you know the al gore thing oh yeah <laughs> but it is um, you know because of propaganda yes yes made up propaganda that happened to, it you know if you talk about something enough it just comes true that's right it's these damn liberals <laughs> loose lips sink ships <laughs> And, and it also, you know, affects the environment. It's true. It is true. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody... Well, it came true because you, you whining snowflakes got rid of the snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, we just left. We were in Denver last weekend. Oh, yeah. We was left it on, winter again? It, it was hot when we were there. It was, like, balmy. And then my dad goes, ooh, you got out of Denver just in time. And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? And there was a full-on blizzard. You know that they say that is where they really do say you don't like the weather. Just hang out for a little while? We will wait five minutes. That is a Denver. It really does happen in Denver. Me and my friends were there. It snowed a bunch in the 90s. And then like a foot downtown. And then by the end of the day, it was dry and we went skateboarding and the sun was out. It was, wow. and they say that everywhere though. They do, everyone's, every state's in competition for the most fickle weather. I think sometimes sayings like that, it's just to prepare people for the inevitable unexpected. No, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like saying, hey, don't get too comfortable in your sweater. Right. Don't relax. Everything comes to an end. Every And things change and go opposite. And this is the pendulum of life that we're all stuck on. Yeah. Stop acting like it's going to be winter for the rest of your goddamn life. Yeah, yeah. It starts with the weather and then it ends with you're never going to get the job you wanted either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it starts... <laughs> it starts with the fickleness of weather that goes into your abject failure. Yeah, yeah. It's weather, tough. Weather is just training you for never getting what you want in life. Yes. Yeah. And why should you? What have yeah. you ever done? Yeah. You think you just because you were born, you deserve everything you want? No. Uh, you got to pull up your bootstraps <laughs> and work for it. And pay your taxes. <laughs> oh, tax day is coming up. Can I share a... Can I share a moment with the two of you? Sure. Tax is it, day? Is it about filing for an extension? <laughs> it's about me burping straight into the microphone. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I uh, just signed my tax papers for this year, which mm -hmm. was, is a great feeling because for five years I didn't do my taxes. Still? No, 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 no. Oh, right, I right. I oh, just, I remember those dark days. I was in the same boat. Yes, we, were, we would talk about it often, but my dream came true like I mean it, it happened I've done it now for say three years but it's just this is the world I wanted to live in which is someone comes and hands me my tax papers and I just sign them and right. that's, and now I'm it's taken care of for me and that has been my goal more so than fame fortune performing is just someone do my taxes and all I do is sign and then someone takes the package away and that just happened right before you guys got to my house what? and I would like to thank God, Yahweh, the goddess, the Maya Earth, um, and whoever Jay, else. Jay, who did a lot of and, work. Jay, and Jay, who actually is the, the one actual, who did it. The guy that actually did it. <laughs> and, uh, and Lila, my accountant. 
Oh, mm-hmm. what? what about though? And not to get all into tax talk, but okay. everyone's thinking about it. <laughs> if this podcast is nothing, which is, yeah, I mean, kind of is. Sure. If it's not funny, it's gonna. Everyone's thinking about taxes right yes. now. Yes. Don't you? It does come out on on April fifteenth. So oh, it's wow. tax day. Oh, happy tax day, Perfect. everybody! Thank, Thank you, you Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> You're welcome. I. But I'd have to tally up my receipts. I fill out a spreadsheet. I, I only, I'm the only one that has access to that information. I look at my old bank records. I try. You know, I think it's a conspiracy, though. A lot of these receipts just self-destruct. They're on some sort of copy paper. And by the end of the year, it's just shiny and there's no... You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where the ink, the ink slides off. off. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like it was burnt. Like some of mine look like they were held, they were put a, an iron was put on them. It's because you set them out in the sun that way. I do. I put all my receipts on a windowsill like an avocado. I told you not to. I said no more toothpicks in the receipts. <laughs> and you said, I'll do what I want. I'm a snowboarder. Yeah, yeah. And then you started <laughs> kicking me again. <laughs> I'm always kicking to the side and to the side, hoping one day you would go to my right or left. <laughs> what is this, a Zumba class? <laughs> Anyways, I, I don't know how that could get done for you. How did you, how do you do your expenses? You have expenses. I do. Yeah. It's all done by my accountant. It's That's amazing. It basically went from me being so financially fucked mm-hmm. that I all, my only solution that I could come up with personally was sit and cry and then never talk about hey, it. Hey, I've been there. Right? I and, know a lot of people that have been there. But here's what I think anybody, if you might be in this situation, please remember. First don't of all, panic. don't panic. Mm-hmm. Look for answers. And ask for help from people you trust, not people either you don't know or who won't help you. Because right. I went to different people for help, and when I wouldn't get the help the way I needed it, it, it would make me not ask again for a long time. Until I finally, like, basically, you know, got a good job, was able to, like, take the steps. Sometimes you can't go from A to F. Right. And you have to just wait and be in the bad, uncomfortable, unhappy part. But you can always be working toward the next step. And I think that idea, even if you're just visualizing yourself being in the place where you want to be, you can do that for yourself. And I swear to God, this is someone who this happened to me. This is, this is real. This, like I didn't do anything except for that podcast that my favorite murder became a hit and suddenly I had the ability to change right. the situation. Right. But that was, you know, I, that, that's because I put in a bunch of work on that. Right, right. So but you, you also, it has to be, I mean, I'm not saying I'm worse off, but I, you know how I can only do one thing at a time physically. I am that way mentally too. If I think about any task and it's daunting, I I really avoid it yeah. because uh, I know there are steps and I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'll just get, take care of this. I can do this right now. And yes. I let years stack up at one point just and pretended it wasn't happening. Yeah. I mean, I think that's very natural. I think people beat themselves up so much for having human reactions to scary things. <laughs> and so, like, I was ashamed that I didn't get take care of it. I, w- I felt like a bad adult. I All these things where I used it to even pile on more, where it was bad enough. I was having a bad time enough already. Right. I didn't need to get beaten up over the fact that it happened or that it was happening. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't say it's not like the solution because when you have tax problems, it just feels like scary and everything. Yeah. 
but you don't have to sit in it and suffer. You right. can like take little steps and take, it's all about little changes toward the big change. I every once in a while, and it, when my back's against the wall and something huge has happened, like for instance, I just moved and I threw away a lot of my mail and receipt <laughs> thing. I'm not great at sh paper shredding. I sure. should have, but I was throwing them all away into a recycle bin that has a lock on it in my alley. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I kept getting notifications and I was ignoring them from Sprint saying, do you want to activate your new device? Because I, at one point, I got a iPad a while ago. Uh, someone had been ordering phones to my account. Yeah. I had thousands of dollars and they were being delivered to a hotel near my house. <laughs> oh my God. And I, yeah, addressed <laughs> to me. And so I called who I thought was Sprint and it was a guy, I gave my credit card, I hate that I'm admitting this, but I gave my credit card info to a person that just had the script in front of them and I realized it after it happened, and so I got a new card. So I stopped that one. Wait, explain that better so that people have a better awareness of what that trick is. Because that was, it had to do with you applying to an apartment, right? Do not ever, if someone calls you claiming they are your cellular company, just hang up and call them because they, there are people that can call you and make their number pop up, the Sprint number pop up. And yep. that's what this person was able to do. I talked to the Sprint fraud guy and he kind of walked me through what they were able to do. Also, this person, they were nice to me. They were talking like we had some banter. <laughs> they were a normal person, but yep. they got a lot of my information and said, okay, we're going to put a fraud thing on this. You have to go to into a store now. You can't call or online order anything. This was the guy, though. He had this Sprint script in front of him and he tricked me. And I'm not dumb. Like, I should have seen it coming but then another device it said do you want to activate this device i'm like i thought we dealt with this and i called sprint and they said you never talked to our fraud department oh that would no. be on record and so i had to get new call my bank get new cards <laughs> and and then i called this hotel that these showed up at and they said no one came to pick up your tablet so we sent it back. So it got sent back to Sprint, oh, which good. is good. That's great. So, and there, but for a while, I was like, really, this is happening? Like, yeah. Thousands of dollars, an iPad, some new iPhones, things I would love to have. You know, I have a rickety old phone. It smokes when I turn it on. It's, <laughs> and I would, and I was so frustrated. And it's while I'm moving. Like, I'm dealing with this as I have a paintbrush in my hand. Anyway, so I crazy. think it's all taken care of, but. Don't throw away your receipts and things and mail. Yeah, shred it. It, it is important. I'm, I've always heard that. Uh, and that's why I had a joke about ripping things in half and ripping those in half. And because I'm hoping my identity thief just hates puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old joke of mine, but it's real. It's true. It, and it's based on Michelle Balloon telling me a long time ago to get a paper shredder. I'm like, ah, and it's, I feel, I, I'm just letting it, I'm airing out my, my, problems because I've just made a mistake. Aram. Well, no, because also that you could prevent another person from having that happen because there's lots of people who don't. I wouldn't have known that if they call me, don't talk to them, let be like, I'll call yeah. you back. That's a great trick no matter what. Anyone yeah. that calls you be like, you know what? I'm going to call you back. Yeah. I'm going to, you know what? This is going to be on my turn. Yeah. With Sprint, it's like star two and you do, you call them back. Don't, and they, Sprint calls me all the time and I'm talking to a person. Apparently you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Because there are people that are gifted thieves now. Yes, con men. 
And I don't know, you know, I'm not sure how they did it, but it's the only reason I'm assuming it was someone digging through my garbage and finding old stuff is that they were delivered to a hotel just two blocks. These devices were sent to a hotel near my house. Right. That's that's not a coincidence. I'm No, I don't think you're not willing to accept it. Don't accept it. Don't accept it at the hotel. Don't accept it at your home. Not it's, certainly not in your head. There's <laughs> no way that is a coincidence. There's no way. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed about it that I'm sweating. Well, I don't be. Are you kidding? This fucking happens to people constantly. I've kept it to myself, but we know that I like to blurt every. I've gotten so much trouble on this podcast. I've had. I've gotten comedy clubs mad at me. Yeah. I just. Blurt. I warned you about that. You know that, that I do it. I know you did. I know you did, and I do. I do it, and I did it. I and do. I do. A E I O U. Oh. We have to get it out. Listen, there's no. If something bad happens to you like that, it's good to talk about it because the one of the benefits. It's not like you can redo any of that happening. You right. can just help other people have it not happen to them. And I, I guess what I the the thing I've learned about myself, or the thing I can glean from it, is when shit hits the fan like that, where they're like, "Hi, you." Spread ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't freak out. I no. call and I call. I'm like, oh well, this is hilarious. This is scarier than an IRS man coming because at least you can reason with them. They're the government or whatever. Yeah. Or you think you can? This was. I was. It was scary. You know, kind of yeah. like if if there's muggers. You know how I've fought off muggers before. Well, yes. I mean, your jujitsu skills are fucking nuts. It's probably why they're so jealous of you and stole your identity in the first place. And way. I've had no training. Right? That's what's weird. It's just inherent jujitsu. It's jujitsu in the soul. Really? I have, through my blood coursing, the ability to jujitsu. (laughs) And I never even asked for it. It was just gifted like I was on a mountaintop with some monks. They were like, do you want jujitsu? And you were like, sure. Jujitsu. (laughs) Sure, jitsu. That was terrible. It wasn't even a pun. It didn't even sound like anything. The problem with being around me is I rub off on people. And it's the parts of me that aren't that that are maybe annoying. People throughout my life have said, I've been doing this now. I t- when I talk, I spit because I'm around you or when things I've always done. That's a bad idea. Oh, example. I thought you meant me and I got really embarrassed. I'm a big spitter. Oh, I just, we're editing oh. my special. Oh, 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 let me talk. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, Mindy. Oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, oh. Did I tell you I auditioned for a Mork and Mindy show and and uh, did very tried very hard to do a a young uh, Robin Williams impression. No. And uh, turns out I just, they actually said I wasn't hairy enough. Oh, yeah. And the guy that they hired looked exactly like Robin Williams and did a very good impression of him, but he wasn't like a comedian. Right. So I really still think they should have hired me. Uh, Anyway. How long ago (laughs) was this? This was a decade ago. (laughs) Yes. It's a made-for-TV, Mork and Mindy-specific biopic. About Robin Williams and his <laughs> his transition into fame. And his hair. Mm-hmm. Well, he had very hairy arms. I don't have a lot of body hair. I'm not bragging. I mean, but what they're saying is you could get extensions, but you're not willing to make the sacrifice. Right. Exactly. Okay. You know, I've always said no one touches this skin. Certainly not the skin <laughs> on my arms. <laughs> Wait, can I sidebar you really quick? Oh, please do. Or were you trying to make a point separate uh, from Robert? You Robert. know what? I probably wouldn't have gotten back there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it just made me remember 
last night we recorded at the studio and on my way home I realized I didn't bring my normal glasses. I only had my sunglasses, but it was nine o'clock at night and my sunglasses are prescription. So I had to drive home last night with my sunglasses on in the dark. And, <laughs> and you it was couldn't fucking hilarious. Did you have that song in your head the whole time? I mean a it's little hard bit. Not to. A little bit. But I really it it you look like such a dumbass. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like you think that looks good. Right. Uh it does not. It bothers me when people have sunglasses on at night. Yeah. Well, it, it's stupid. Like, you don't need them, and so clearly they're doing it for some weird reason. Right, right. But uh, you know what? The other side of that coin is, don't mess around with the guy in shit <laughs> more. I don't know. <laughs> That's just part of it, right? It is. That's the, one of the biggest parts of it, I would say. Oh, I was going to say, I, we've been editing my special. I'm very excited about it. And yes. It, it looks good, but I spit so much. And it is well lit. <laughs> so much spit flies out of my mouth <laughs> while I'm doing comedy that it, it sh I'm, I'm thinking of naming it. Hey, come spit with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good idea. Wait a second. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of like a... Um, I want to get in on this naming. Spit, yeah, a spit I, naming I, thing. I don't know what to name my special. The spit roast? Uh, no, you, you're not a roast comic. <laughs> roast me on a spit? <laughs> um, Honest spit? Could I... Um, could I mm -hmm. bend your ear for a spittle? Oh. <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> we will, we should spitball this. Spitballing. <laughs> yep. Spitballing. Spitballing. Just spitballing. But it's spit, B-A-W-L-I-N-G, <laughs> like you're crying. Because <laughs> you're crying about how much you spit. And there's a substantial amount of talking about crying in the special. It's a perfect. Yes. Spitballing it is. Spitballing. We've done it and it's done. I, I don't know what to call it. Um, that was the same with my album. I just called it Fairbanks because I didn't know what else to call it. Yeah, I it's think... It's not that important. I don't think so, and I, but I think it's funny. Like, please ignore how much I spit as a title of a special is hilarious. Oh, maybe. Okay. Because then when people watch it and see you spit, they'll laugh additionally. Oh, you're right. I'm adding jokes by having and that Easter title. eggs. Oh, people love it. Oh. Easter egg. Oh. Okay, I'm driving us up in here because I'm looking. Um, we're gonna look at houses. Oh, we're after shopping for houses. Yeah, I just um, I really like this area. Oh, I do too. Isn't it cool? I think George Clooney lives somewhere around here. Oh, could he? Is there anyone? I, he's one of my favorite celebrities. He's the coolest. Yeah, I know that he's cool. I've heard too many stories. Yeah. That about him being cool. And he's fun, you mean, like? And throughout his life, even since he is young and on... on uh, Facts oh, of life. Fa thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you for Pete's sake. I knew you'd jump in there. You knew. He's always had these pet pigs, and, and, and it's great. <laughs> There's a... Google right now a picture of George Clooney with a pig. You'll see pictures from the 80s, pictures from the 90s. He liked pigs before they were, like, hip. Before pigs were awesome, which yeah. is an Instagram account I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, he was into pigs early on. Yeah, he's cool. He's, he's the Kermit of movie stars. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, um, he's also somebody you know would be fun to, like, drink with. Mm -hmm. If you were stuck somewhere, you right. have a good times. If there's a blizzard and it, we were all at his house, it would be a blowout. If you ask someone that's been sober for a while, if Clown Dog came up and said, hey, do you want a whiskey, Karen, would, would you just leap off the wagon? Just, like I, I would never look back. <laughs> I would never. I would 
I would cash in everything I had. <laughs> I would lose it all for one sesh of drinking whiskey with fucking George Clooney. The only problem is that, that I would behave so badly. You know what I mean? The behavior would go off the rails very quickly. You'd be a, a Chelsea Handler woman behaving badly? <laughs> I'd be one of those booze moms everyone loves to Instagram about. I like to reference short-lived TV shows from years ago. Was, was that a sitcom? Women, Women behaving? I don't know. Kara Saldanovich was on it and she's She's hilarious. I really like a lot. I love her. Yeah, shout she's out. She's so, such a good stand-up comic. I like where we're at. Look at that farmhouse. Do you like this weird freestanding chair that's in the middle of the street? Oh, wow. That <laughs> is from... Steven. That's from a minivan or something. So creepy. It's confronting us. Yeah. It's I, like, do not pass. I don't like it. I don't like that honk, at all. Honk, Is George... Do you know George Clooney? Pardon hey. me. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that doggy. Oh. Can you see through the fence? Maybe it's... No, you're seeing a dog that I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else seeing the dog? Um, well, this is a cool, pretty area. We did just pass... I've, I've always been into well-groomed, well-shaped hedges, uh, especially <laughs> the ones at Dairy Queen that look like a soft-serve cone. Yeah. But these little... These, I remember we were at my grandma's house and my friend came with me. We were in like sixth grade and their hedges were always like perfect, right angled, perfectly cut, full hedges. Like so perfect that they're like the, the branches are like an inch thick, but mm. they're, you know, they've just been cut for years. And my friend put his elbow up on it and rested it on there as he was talking to my grandpa as a joke. But <laughs> He, my grandpa didn't laugh and he just kept it there and uh, I'll never forget that I was like that was some good comedy for that my 6th grade friend I'll show him and I'll end up doing comedy that's where you, do you think you got the bug bitten right there that right hedge there. moment right there they call that a hedging moment oh yes yes they always have they always in comedy when was your hedge moment in comedy I guess when I stood on the bench in 6th grade at lunchtime at my new school and did an impression, speaking of the facts of life, mm -hmm. of Jerry, Blair's cousin Jerry, who had cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. And I did an impression of Jerry for everyone in... Which now you know would be bad. I kind of knew it was bad at the time. Yeah, yeah. But the problem was my impression was dead fucking on. Right. So a group of children gathered round because it was such a good impression to watch me. But the playground monitor, of course, she didn't get the reference. She just thought I was making fun of a handicapped person. Oh. Oh no, so yeah. Well, I kids, went to yeah. the principal's office. Yep. And that's when I thought to myself, yes, this is what I'm about. It's I I will defend you right now. Thank I will you. defend young you. Well, I think when you're a kid, you do whatever you can to make other kids laugh. Yes. And you, it's oftentimes it's at the expense of others. Oftentimes that's called bullying. <laughs> <laughs> but if the person isn't there, right. Is it bullying? Who's being stop hurt? sign? Yeah. How's your stop hurt? sign working out? Yeah. Friend? I knew he wanted to ignore it. This is a nice area. Which place are you going to buy, Karen? No, I don't know. I would like a hill I in the like backyard. That. What about that one? You should live there. That's a nice ranch-style home. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's cool because I didn't realize there were these little tucked-away neighborhoods Yeah. Um, up here. The only problem is now we're getting back toward... Uh, um, not Studio City, but uh, we're getting back to too far this way because I think I want to 
live back that way more. But see how, how many houses are for sale? Yeah. Wow. Lots of them. It's, they are cool and they're all a little different. Yeah. I just want a pool. That's all. Oh yeah. But wait, <laughs> don't you really, how often do you use the pool do you have? Oh my God. It's not about how often I use oh, it. Oh, certainly it isn't. It's when I use it. Do I use it to its fullest capacity? Oh, right. And, okay. And the answer is, I sure the fuck do. Yeah. You uh. swim around the edge, <laughs> touching every single tile twice. I make my own whirlpool <laughs> and I will whirlpool myself. You hand, you put on a snorkel and a mask and you hand pick up all the leaves at the bottom. Yes, that's my favorite <laughs> activity. Actually, I have been really getting into lately. Ooh, that looks good. Oh, wow. Let me take a picture of that sign for me. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I also have seen her <laughs> picture on some other signs. She might cue you into some other area houses. <laughs> yeah, that one is cl clearly... I got it. There's people. Thank you, Steve. There's, there's, uh, whoops. There's certain real estate people. I almost apologized to a stick that you drove over. <laughs> I, like it was, like it was stepping on someone's foot. Whoops. Pardon oh, me. Our apologies. My apologies. We certainly don't want to be <laughs> stepping on any stick toes. There's another. Oh, that's for lease. Uh, no, I'm not going to lease. No. A house. That's a waste. Yeah. It's bad that people say leasing is wrong. <laughs> it's against the environment. Right, so I'm probably gonna, if I ever do on purpose, get a new phone. <laughs> probably, that's how you end up doing it. That you actually use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. actually uh, ends up being activated by me. No. Ooh, just get that plot of land. Yeah. Build and just something. Literally run up that hill constantly. I, I mean, there's some nice trees up there. It is mm -hmm. beautiful. Man. I kind of want to go camping. Is anyone with me on that? <laughs> you know where I would want to go? The I, that I don't think I've been to, as far as I can tell, mm -hmm. is this. Um, is it the Sequoias? The one that's basically kind of like up toward on the way to Mammoth, but it's a little further east. Wow! I I mean, there are those kind of trees. It has to be. <laughs> Sequoia National Park? Yeah. Yeah. Is I it, think that's what I'm thinking of. Sure. It's kind of Yosemite-ish? Yes. Yes. I want to see that. It's all, it's worth seeing. It's, there's so many beautiful places around Southern California and close to Los Angeles that we just are so worried about auditioning for cat food commercials <laughs> that we don't go no. and look at them. And I want to start, I want to buy a tent mm. and I want to get a backpack and I want to get mauled by a bear. I don't. I went downhill fast. I've done a lot of uh, camping. This could be your punk rock neighbor. <laughs> I'm going to tell her how much we have in common. <laughs> Do you like Susie and the Banshees too? Um, <laughs> Susie. Susie. I just don't ever want to camp again, but I do want to be in nature and then retreat to a gorgeous hotel. Right. Yeah. That's the kind of asshole I am. Yeah. I, I think I like the sleeping, looking at stars thing. I think I'm into that, but I do want to be warm. You can't look at stars when you're asleep. And I'm sorry to argue with you, but I have <laughs> to call you on your bullshit. Here's what I do. I rub my eyes. Really? You're not supposed to do this, but I rub my eyes really intensely. And, and for a minute, even with them closed, you will see stars. You make your own stars. Or you can have a cartoon character hit you on the head with some <laughs> object and then you'll see stars. I mean, ho hopefully an oversized mallet if you're going to be authentic to the genre. 
Oh, God damn it. These are beautiful homes. <laughs> I, I want to be a part of this community. <laughs> I do too. There's all these, like, eat. that home looks like it's somewhere in Astoria, Oregon. Yes. It's like all green, lush. What is that, a fern? <laughs> oh, is and that? And then this one, oh, what are we, in the outskirts of Chicago? I know, right? It's every style because... Los Angeles is just a bunch of people who are transplants from other places. Look at this. Look the at wrong that. side of the tracks. That, Boise, Idaho. It's like, yeah, that looks like country Petaluma where it's like, we don't have to mow our front it's, yard if we don't want to. It's almost like every house, every family in these houses is is trying to look like they're from a different area. Mm -hmm. That that was a very, that whole neighborhood was like inconsistent in a really cool way. Imagine it during Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop thinking. Oh. oh I'm oh. going to decorate all those homes for Halloween. <laughs> okay, I'm going to show you a house that I've actually looked on the inside of. We really are doing this. Yeah. I Okay, I'll help you decide. Okay, very exciting it's all they're all too expensive and it's all very like this seems like a bad idea but um i th i just think i need to do it at the same time yes you know you know how it is but well, it's if you also need any help with wallpapering painting <laughs> uh any of that electrician I've, stuff I've, you're really I've, good at i've been postponing all of it so <laughs> i can go to your house get it started and leave most of the items. Okay. And uh, unused glue just on the floor, and then you can walk around that. Okay. So basically, you're kind of a starter for when I hire the real person. I need help. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. So when you hire a real person, send them over my way because I probably still won't have done it. It's, uh, you mean you need help for yourself, but. Uh, you come first. What's funny is <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny to hire a person and like on their card it said like they're a handyman, but it just says I need help. <laughs> like I'm not going to, I can't do this. It's too much already. <laughs> and then you still hire them anyway. <laughs> I look, I'm still just two hands. <laughs> I'm not a magician. I'm a handyman. Hey. That's what it says on the card. And then there's a guy with bit really big hands. I have been YouTubing. You can pretty much, it's pretty interesting how you can YouTube anything and someone will have made a how-to video. Yes, that's true. I actually looked up, and Stephen knows this because we had a coffee maker in the oh. <laughs> Exactly Right studio um, that we ordered, the Ninja, and we only had it for a month, and um, it started doing this weird thing, basically just shutting itself off. And I watched a YouTube video uh, they literally the exact problem like it took one Google search right to find a guy who'd made a video about how to fix your ninja if this thing is happening right it's crazy right I found the the how to install a lamp video was my actual lamp that I bought <laughs> but it's just like not how to install it into a 1930s home with crumbly wires this house this is a beautiful house wow th this is the one i looked at uh-huh it's perfect i yeah. love it it's a little too expensive yeah it's fancy. um but it's big and fancy and it has the most beautiful pool and backyard oh wow. it's like a dream but i thought we looked at it this is the first house i looked at and i was like it's perfect i just want to get it and then i was like don't do that don't be that way about it so i've looked at other places but this is kind of my like this is the one to beat it is beautiful i like that modern looking door isn't that cool 
all, I, I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big modern uh, furniture person. Like the furniture you can get at Article. Yes, kind of like a mid-century feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, there's nothing better. And it's then so when you cool. got other stuff like a rustic uh, whiskey drinking leather chair, you got to get rid of it all of a sudden. <laughs> it's all modern, or go home and or stay home. Or you can keep like a, a leather whiskey drinking chair as a singular piece and right. you feature it yeah. and focus it. I guess so. I you gotta, can. I got to have a corner of the room that's like, here's my whiskey uh, Foxtrot whiskey Cavalier <laughs> corner. Can I just say, though, that one of the reasons that I was thinking that that house wouldn't be good to buy is because it would be so busy and noisy during commute hours. Oh, and it's maybe. not busy. We're on the street right now. It's not busy in the least. God, that's a nice El Camino. <laughs> yeah, there's some good shit around here. Right when my grandpa was sick towards the end of my uh, his life, uh, he bought a uh, El Camino that was all black. And I believe it said Ghost Rider what? on the side. <laughs> Uh, there on was the a side little, of the car? Yeah, and I can't, I don't know if there's a Grim <laughs> Reaper or anything. Up, but this was a new hot rod pickup truck car, like, a, you know, an El Camino. Shit. And, uh, and I, I rode in it once. My dad was driving, and we, it's rear-wheel drive. We hit a patch of ice, did about four 360s <laughs> on a freeway in the winter, and, um, and but we were okay. Okay. The car was okay. Good? Yeah. And, and it was so, you know. Aww. It's sad. People, you know. It's it's just how uh, how life is. Well, and also, luckily, it wasn't like your grandpa's lifelong El Camino. It no. was just like, oh, I got this because it's a fun. Yeah, cool yeah, car. yeah. It's just, and my, you know, when you're a kid, you remember things differently. Maybe it was a year before he passed. I don't know. Who but knows? Man, that car. It makes me want to get a black El Camino and put Ghost Rider on the side. Yeah, it's kind of the coolest thing I've ever heard of. It is really the coolest thing for a grandpa to have. He was a cool grandpa. <laughs> he sounds like that. Yeah. Did he wear like Ben Davis pants and stuff? Oh, sure. Yeah. Truck driver. Yeah. Yeah. Tall. You know, he's a tough guy. Sure. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Folded uh, flannel shirts folded at the elbow type oh, of stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, Are I know him. I know his type. Is he never covered up those forearms? <laughs> Why would he? No. That's, that's a lot of people roll up their sleeves right before they do a task. What if you're always doing tasks? You just don't need sleeves. No. 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 Yeah. No, that's why he wore everything sleeveless. Oh, I don't want to yeah. go back down. Ooh, Mulholland, get away. Um, I can't believe how not busy this area is. I thought it was going to be crazy and no, it's this the is opposite. Perfect. I mean, we are in, uh, this is kind of rush hour time. Yeah, it is. And it's, uh, it's I the height of. Okay, well then I'm going to buy oh, that this house. This is beautiful. Look how pretty. You it's have your... my permission to get it. You really? Yes. Okay. It's gorgeous. It's a pretty great house and it has that thing that I love, which is the wall that faces the backyard where the pool is. It's just, it's just sliding glass doors. So you can have like the entire back of the house open basically. Yeah. Wow. That's like, that's like in every, in every movie, that's what drug dealers have. Yeah. That's what I, as a drug dealer want. Yeah. I can deal <laughs> my drugs better right there on the corner. <laughs> Karen, don't be saying this. We're recording. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so what was it like in, um, in, um, Denver? The show was it fun? Oh, our Denver show was majestic. Was it? Yeah, those audiences are so good. They, Denver specifically. Denver specifically. Yeah. They know they love comedy. They support comedy. They watch it all the time. They have great taste. I don't know of another town that has more of a supportive uh, scene. Than yeah, Denver. They're the new Portland. Portland was the new San Francisco. 
it's all super cool. And, and I got like right before the show started, I got a little nervous because, and I know I've told you this story before, but when I first started doing stand up, like very first after, um, working in TV for five years and then leaving and then going doing stand up again, mm-hmm. um, the first thing I did was Greg Barrett had me middle for him at the, um, Irvine improv, which I was terrible, but, but I was back on my feet. I remember this time period Yeah, because I was his middle often. Oh, I see. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you totally took a... a, I was depending on it that week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I needed to go and eat it. Um, And I did. But then I got... uh, My agent called and said, do you want to open for the flight of the Concords in Denver? It's a one-nighter and you have to fly yourself out. And I was like, absolutely. Uh Because I love the flight of the Concords, of course. Like any normal person. Sure. Well, um... One of the things I forgot to specify to the people, because of course the Fly of the Concords are a music act, and so they have their... Here's your future house. There it is. Ding, yes. ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's beautiful. Boy. Love it. I'll never live somewhere like that. You don't know that. Do not say it. <sighs> we'll see. Do, we'll see. Don't say it. We'll you see. Envision it. No, I'm. you know my routine. If I say that it's not going to happen, what are the chances of it actually not happening? <laughs> You shoot That's it down. That's a coincidence. <laughs> you can't shoot something down, shut it out of your life, and then also have it not happen. That's just two coincidences. <laughs> it's coincidence. too much. Yeah. It's two coincidences. Oh, I'll never have a Topaz Ferrari. <laughs> hey. Hey, look. What are uh, that's such a specific car? I'll probably have one now. It's, you know what it's I'm inevitable. Saying? Yeah. Hope no one breaks into my car as I park it here. Now they're not going to break in. Right. You know what I'm saying. I think so. A lot of people are like, don't put that in the universe. I'm saying. And you're saying put it in and challenge the universe. Yes, challenge the universe. Okay. Well, my uh, end of that anecdote is I didn't specify for them to not wrap the mic cord around the mic stand 50 times like they do for musicians. Oh, right. So when I went out, I couldn't take the mic off the mic stand. So I just had to stand there. And then, oh, so I no. couldn't kind of get anything going or like be myself. Cause I was now this weird stand, stand in one spot comic, I which was very stands. bad. It's yeah. the first thing you have to fumble with. It takes away all your power. Ooh, ooh, the cord's going through the thing. Yeah. People are watching you do it. You haven't said anything yet. Yeah. During my special, no mic stand. My cordless mic on a bench. Yeah, right? Because you don't want to... It's bi- it's weird, dumb business. Not a bench. <laughs> Not a... F- I had a park had bench. <laughs> oh, the background full. is great. It's a Gorky Park, like, uh, period park. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. An old man in the background of <laughs> yeah, your pigeons. special. We had live pigeons on set. The end of this story, Sorry. and it's going to be worth it, not at all, is that I ate it so deeply royally opening for the Flight of the Concords that a guy wrote an article about how bad I was. No way. In some, in some Denver, you know, comedy newspaper that, of course, I got my, ho- my hands on and then freaked out forever of, like, I shouldn't be doing this, which is kind of fine. It's, it set me off of the path of... Does he still write comedy? I have no idea. I don't oh, know okay. who it was. Okay. It was just basically going, the opener sucked, the Flight of the Concords are amazing. Because there's a nice guy there, John Wenzel, who wrote a book about comedy, and he's written articles when I'm there. I, he seems really... He would never do that. It's probably not him. Probably not him. Yeah. But, he's great. All I wanted to say is he's great, and he wasn't the guy. <laughs> <laughs> probably not but but we can't ever know 
Uh, Why was the cord wrapped around the mic so much? Because they're musicians, and that's how they have their mics. So yeah, they, it, nobody sure. was adjusting it for what I needed. And they had scarves and things hanging from the mic stand, too. Uh, basically, I just wanted to do well in front of a Denver audience, because yeah. right at the 11th hour, I was like, what if I eat it again? Oh, and no. then, like, the de- the discerning and tough customer Denver crowd is like, nah, she's not that good. And oh, so no. the show was awesome, and I was so excited because I was like, ah, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, yeah. It you basically got, got rid of, yeah, it, like, deleted that fail off of my... Do you feel like the audience there has changed and it's way better now? Just because they've been kind of trained to be a comedy town, I feel mm-hmm. like. I may be. I mean, but I don't... I was giving them nothing to enjoy. I'll say this. It, <laughs> I was bad. It was bad material. But normally, I had a little bit of play. I could kind of, like, make it seem a little bit interesting because I would have personality behind it. Yeah. But being stuck on the mic stand, you're just, like... You're weirdly like Stephen Wright all of a sudden. Yeah. Or whoever... Also, you, stand-up's hard, and you have to do it all the damn time. And if yes. you haven't been doing it... Yeah, you can't just you can't just pick up gigs Mm-mm. after five years of not doing it. No, I can't even do it after taking a month off. Yeah, it's and predictably do well. Horrible. And even if you do well, like we were talking about earlier, the project we can't see our own good like thing because it, we're the ones doing it. Right. I so only like see me, I can really see my bad thing. Though. Yeah, I'm yeah. so good at the bad things. <laughs> so it was like all in all. I feel like that is such a good feeling to delete the old yeah. fail that, like... Was it weird weird around the Flight of the Concords guy, Jermaine, and the other guy? No, they were so nice. Yeah. It couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. But I left immediately after my set. It was, it was bad enough so that I was just like, goodbye. Did you cry? Sometimes I cry after it goes really bad. Um, I definitely have. I don't, I, that time I kind of was like more bewildered. Like, why did I volunteer for this? Right. It's very weird of me. Sure. You Um, took the realistic approach. Yes. Of like, who am I? Yeah. (laughs) Who am I and what's happening? Yes. Well, I, I always think I'm never going to feel that way again. Like, oh, cause you'll have a, a dozen good shows. It's like, I'm finally in full control over this. Yeah. This art of mine. And no. No. Eating it is is always there for you. It's a surprise every time because <laughs> it's, you know, I, I, it's like the, the crowd, your own mood, the amount of material you do or don't have. Right. The other things going on in your life. Like, I just did Goddamn Comedy Jam. I had no material. I didn't realize I was supposed to do a set beforehand. Yeah. I scraped up six jokes that Lizzie texted to me. Yo, really? Yes, because I, I was I... like, do you remember any jokes of mine? Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. do a set. Yeah. And then basically told the audience, I haven't done a set in six months and didn't know I was supposed to do this now. Listen to these ideas um, and then I'll get out of your hair, basically. And it ended up being really fun. Of course, because... Yeah, you get that disclaimer. Yes. Yeah. The disclaimer and performing live doing the podcast does a lot of the same things. It's just not that written material. Yeah. But it's like it's not cold you know yeah i bet you're really comfortable on stages in front of thousands of people <laughs> yes it's gotten yeah it has gotten a little bit where where then you're doing other things and going oh this isn't the be all end all i can i can suck right now and that's okay too whereas yeah. my entire stand up career it's like the idea of sucking was was like automatic death 
Yeah, when when in reality, way more people are judging the words I'm saying right now, listening to this, than have ever, than months of doing live shows. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely, but you don't know that. No, oh, I try not to think about it. The ignorance. <laughs> it's bliss. Oh my god. <laughs> but I do. I want you to start doing stand up again. Okay. And I want you to start that band. <laughs> <laughs> And I want you to clean your room. <coughs> no, it's your house looks nice and clean. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's really nice to have a clean house uh, when you have two dogs. Yeah. It felt so impossible for so long. Do they help at all clean the house? No. They don't. I like to remind them often that they bring nothing to the table mm -hmm. in terms of how the house runs. They're spoiled. They complain all the time. That's not true. Tonight, one of your doggies brought a chew toy to the table and you almost <laughs> rolled your ankle on it. <laughs> that was one of Frank's tricks. You can tell that he's a con man from the streets because <laughs> he slid that bully stick right under my foot and then I, ice skating style from a cartoon, went sliding backwards. And then he had three cups and he said, which one has the marble <laughs> under it? And he grifted me. And then I said, I'm not playing that game. It's a, gr oh, it's clearly under that cup. <laughs> Where the hell's my wallet? <laughs> and then Frank's the one that's ordering tablets and phones. <laughs> what? Oh, I would, you know what? I'd be uh, way less mad if I found out it was a dog doing all this. It would be pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> it would, you'd get your own segment on Good Morning America, <laughs> I bet. Did you, when you were a kid, did you have a grown-up in a McGruff suit come to your school and teach you about, do you know who McGruff the crime dog is? I sure do. He's a detective dog. <laughs> I know. Did he ever come to He's your school? Colombo-based detective dog. Yes. He had a trench coat. No, I think I was too old. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did you have Sprocket Man, the bicycle safety <laughs> superhero, come nope, to your school? Never. He may have been local to Missoula. <laughs> He was in all red. A lot of grown men in uh, costumes. Yeah. We had um, Mrs. Terwilliger who would come and explain. She had this van where the sides opened and then she had all these pieces of nature and she would just explain to you what everything was. So she'd be like, he has a robin's nest. And she was like this old lady with gray hair. Well, she was like a mother nature superhero. Yes. Lady. Wow. But yeah, she was awesome. But that was for like little kids. Yeah. And it was basically like, if you see this snake nest, don't put your arm in it. It was a lot of that. Oh, wow. See, that's actually useful. Yeah. There's a lot of kids, you know, stick their pans right in a snake Ugh, I mean, it's so irritating. But I saw the McGruff the Crime Dog cartoons on when we would watch cartoons, but no one ever showed up in... Right. I, mean, I think a lot of people have seen the cartoons. Someone actually had a professionally made costume and multiple times came to my school because uh, mainly they're saying go to a house with my name on it. Or my picture in the window, if yeah. you are being, you know, because everyone's getting kidnapped, kidnapped in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. And it was my biggest fear. It really always was. And I would, every day I thought I was going to get kidnapped. Yeah. I'm glad you did thought that because yeah. it probably kept you spry, alert. I, right. I was kind of a paranoid kid in general, but also I think it was smart of my parents to be like, hey, there's people that grab you. Yes. 
And so everyone was a kidnapper walking to school. I just, uh, you know. I think I've said this before, but my sister as a teacher tells her kids all the time, um, adults don't need help from kids. If an adult is asking you for help for something, oh my God, get away. Perfect. Yeah. Because it's the, it's the perfect explanation where it's just like, oh, can you help me find this dog? Can you help me? There's, that's how they usually get little oh, kids. That's they the worst. like draw them in. And so. God, that makes me mad. Yeah. Some it's so weird, creepy. sweaty, foreheaded Stanley Tucci character. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie? Oh, Lovely the, Bones. Oh, I, that was hard for me. It's uh, tough. It's a, it's a tough ride, that movie. Um, have you read the book? No, I don't know if I can. Also, I'm it's saying I don't know if I know how to read. It's been so long. <laughs> I did a little interview thing for my manager's website, is a Vail uh, website, and she just kind of interviewed all her clients. And one of the questions was, it was it had book follow-up questions, too. And I felt so dumb that I didn't have an example of a book I've been reading. Oh, God. That I, it made me go and at least just flip through it. <laughs> David Sedaris book <laughs> essays I can tackle those <laughs> and David Sedaris that's the most readable anything on the planet it's the best yeah he's yeah. so good so I, I just looked at a few pages so I could put down dress your family and corduroy and <sighs> whatever it was is there is the essay in that one when he talks about being in art school and his dad coming to his art show I think so because that <sighs> sounds familiar but I it might be from one of the other ones it is the best if you have a chance to read David Sedaris's essay about being on, I think he's on like crank or something and doing a, like a performance art show and his dad comes. It's, I was laughing so hard on a plane that like I had to stop reading it because I was making a scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was choke, like volume laughing. It really, it was so embarrassing and it was so funny. I get a lot of, well, well, you see him on Twitter and everything. You see him too, but people say that we, that does that, that our podcast does that for them sometimes. Oh, like it embarrasses them at work? No, well, they, yeah, because they, a lot of people are listening privately. Yes, I love it. I mean, yeah. that's the ultimate compliment is that the ultimate compliment is you getting fired while listening <laughs> to us. <laughs> <laughs> is you getting on work detention for some reason. You better be exists. laughing at how quickly you're finishing that progress report. Right away, Mr. Terwilliger. <laughs> we no, assume that's... you all work in 50s offices. <laughs> <laughs> but for the lady that shows children nature things that I just mentioned. I, there, God, that sounds familiar, but we grew up in different towns, so there's no way. Yeah, I think she was local. But I, Sonoma yeah, County. I think that yeah, we had a woman like that, but it was just puppets. <laughs> she was a puppet? Yeah, puppeteer. Okay. Yeah. But she would talk about nature? I think just talk to herself using puppets. <laughs> the scenes really never went anywhere, and she maybe wasn't even hired by the school. She was just there. She was just right on the um, chain link fence in the playground? Yeah, it's She's... like, I don't know, someone wants to entertain the kids for a while. Let's all us teachers go have a smoke break. <gasps> Is that her? You found Mrs. the woman? Mr. Williger? Yes. How'd you find her? That's her. Google how to spell a uh, spell. Wow, good work, Stephen. Well, I love her she, face. This is the difference between a clam and a muscle type of stuff. Oh, wow. She's the best. Isn't she good? She's your, by the way, with Vi. <laughs> she's your Vi Thompson. What if I brought up a picture and, and it was you. me? Oh, that would be nuts. Do you remember any photo shoots uh, with that woman? I mean, there I, you are. People love to photo shoot with me. Is that you in the bowl cut with the boy's face? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Look at her, but you'd go out to the beach with her and then she'd be like, dig down here and that's how you find the do-da-do. You know what I mean? Like she knew all the tricks. I can't remember. It's a vague memory, but I wasn't quite that young. But we, it was friends of an old, my old ex-stepmom. They, um, we went, we were in like the Puget Sound somewhere and went, these nice old folks on Thank their boat so. took us crabbing. And they were so sweet. They were like, uh, it was a really fun time. And I was trying to, I was a rebellious little kid, like not wanting to be there for some reason. I was having one of my moods. Yeah. And they were so sweet and showing me uh, the traps and how they catch the crabs. And my dad and I were in this little boat, the, not the main boat, but the boat. They pulled the traps and emptied them in. And all of a sudden they emptied this trap and 30 crabs that looked like giant spiders are just coming. I, we both almost jumped out of the boat. It was so, <laughs> and they were just laughing. And these they were these sweet old people. And then they just pick up the crabs and twist them like a smoke detector. Yeah. And throw them in it. Like <laughs> crabs that were moving yeah. and boiling them. I'm like, oh, you you old folks have an edge to you. Yo, yeah. And that woman the same. She probably could grab a snake from the snake pile. Hell yes. And not be scared of it. She would be... <laughs> she would be... Uh, she would teach that snake a lesson if she found it, but she would be gentle with it. <laughs> Maybe put a little hat on it. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. It's pretty cool. Well, you know what's funny too? That's so funny of you saying like that you're in a little mood because it's like, especially back then, like my parents never checked to make sure we ate lunch or, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it wasn't yeah. like being tended to the way kids are tended to these days, I'm just so jealous because I would get in moods or whatever because I'm super sugar sensitive. So if I didn't have anything to eat and then they'd be like, you'll be fine. Well, just wait till we get to the restaurant. Right. By the time we got to the restaurant, I would be in tears yeah, yeah. for some reason. And You're right. Like, My mood went away once I had a little crab meat. Yes. <laughs> I was like, just hungry that <laughs> there's day. There's reasons. <laughs> God damn it, there's reasons. No, it was neat. I remember... One of the, the, the man, I wish I remembered who these people were. They just, that woman reminded me of that picture of her. Mm -hmm. He was just like a family this friends, gentle basically. old boat man, but I was in a mood and he said, Hey, cheer up. You should be in a better mood. And I snapped right out of it. This <laughs> nice old man was like noticing and I'm like, Oh, I thought I was being more subtle. Yes. I need to uh, work on. Okay. Yeah. I'm back. I'm having fun. Let's Look, go crabbing. I don't want you to be mad at me, old man. Yeah. Who I never knew and saw again. <laughs> but he made an impression that's yeah. how so the point is mm -hmm. not all strangers are bad kids that's some right some teach you life lessons <laughs> if if it's a fisherman their chances are they're good so here's the problem with that that idea though of putting a sticker on a house right with McGruff the crime what a crime great bug. way to get kids to come to your house exactly that's what, that the other thing too is ask a mom that's that's another thing that my sister always says if you if you think you're in trouble go run and find a mom yeah that's very anti-dad yeah it is <laughs> that's right it is yeah <laughs> how do you know it's a if, mom if dads don't like a lady with kids I mean, it might be the dragon lady. She it was a, could she be, looked but like a mom. Your odds are that's a lady in my neighborhood that looked like a witch. That that you ran to for it help. It would be that every kid was scared of. The point is, they come in all shapes and sizes. These scary ladies. No, they're people. They, but usually, the ladies, it's more overt. Like a dragon lady is gonna be like, "Get the fuck away from me! I'm the dragon lady." She would drive around on a ride around on a bike. She wore all black. Her yes. house was entirely spray painted with graffiti. 
she, my mom was a sewer billing person. She didn't use um, the city plumbing. And her house was right by my school and covered with graffiti. Get out, stay out. Oh, no. And now, in retrospect, I think other people spray painted her house. It wasn't her. Oh, no. But she wore tons of makeup and had a black veil. So she kind of was like, hey, I want to look creepy. Yeah. And she went, she was a dragon lady. And my mom always was nice to her. And she's like, oh, she's fine. She came in. Why why are they honking? I don't understand that. (laughs) I don't either. Oh, that person was going slow. Going too slow. But she's a real person. And everyone was scared of her. Everyone remembers who that was. Yeah. Well, that's, she's going to make a real impression. That's like the lava lady. I just recently found out that the lady I like to talk about and called the unicorn lady here in L.A., her actual name that people know her by is the lava lady because her house is made of lava rock or was. Oh, I think she's passed away at this point, but she used to walk around on La Brea around third Uh and she had a bun that went straight up like a unicorn. Like it was like a horn. Like a Marge Simpson type? Well, yeah, but it was, uh, it was more like a bun. So it was like, but it went straight up. She was crazy skinny. And then she would wear these like insane platform shoes and it was nuts. She was like, she was fascinating and crazy makeup and her like really strangely like tan face. Um, and she was just like local color, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Where the rumors about her being, I mean, people would say if you went to the dragon lady's house and tried to open the gate, you'd get hit with a hammer. Like there's <laughs> really specific stories. I started a rumor about the lava lady that she was a slut, but <laughs> nobody, it didn't catch on at all. I just like saying it. <laughs> <laughs> the best possible rumor. Oh, and the sad part is now that I'm thinking about it. What if you were a kid in need, and much like Boo Radley or whatever, the dragon lady was there to save you? Yes, and wanted to, and kept her eye on you. All she wanted was to have a emotional connection with a kid. You guys, my front door is open. Um, is that bad? <laughs> you think you left it open? Do you think your dog's... <laughs> no, because the screen door's closed. Okay. I mean, I guess let's go find out. Well, I guess we're going to go inside Karen's house and see <laughs> if there is a burglar. It's funny. This is just on the heels of McGruff. <laughs> and it, someone's in your house right now. Uh, I mean, it was me. I was the last one out, so... If you never hear an episode from us <laughs> again, there was indeed someone in the house. He was able to overpower the three of us. Oh. Um, Shit. So this might be the last episode. But probably not. Do you have anything uh, to plug before we go get stabbed? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Although, you know, thanks for listening all this time. Sure. You know, if this is the last podcast we ever do, what yeah, a great what a great opportunity you. we've had. And I'm just going to assume that, and this is after the fact, of course, but I put up a good fight with this guy in Karen's house. I tried to <laughs> save us both. He just was able to overpower me. I only weigh 150, 60. What do I weigh? You like 165? Yeah, I'm 165. <laughs> Steven, do you have your gun? Uh, I always carry it on me. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, he always has that little pink ankle gun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. A-R! Hong Kong. <laughs> Are you leaving Are you on your way back Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. 
tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Mouth horn Uh, with Karen and Chris.